Hey guys, welcome back to the Players Podcast Australia. This is the last one before Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. Happy Christmas Eve to you guys. Is that a thing? Do you wish people happy Christmas Eve? Not sure. I'd think you'd say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas to everyone listening from the guys here at the Players Podcast Australia. My name is Jeremy, my co-host Miguel is here. And before we uh, get too far down the line of our awesome guest today, who is Boss Monaroa, we are going to have to talk to you about the guys at Baseball Sockco. Now, it's Christmas. It's pretty much Christmas. If you haven't got your Christmas presents done by now, you are like me. You'll be running around tonight, Christmas Eve. Mick over there, which is not like him at all, but he has his Christmas presents shopping done. Cruising. I'm cruising. Sitting back, you'll be having a nice little G&T. Just sitting back with your, with your feet up on your desk there, with your nice microphone. Just having a G&T, won't you? Yeah, yeah up your luck. Yeah, but I'll be running around. But what I won't be doing on uh, running around on, on Boxing Day, I won't be doing that because I'm going to be on baseballsoftco.com.au checking out their mad Boxing Day sales. That's right. They're going to have, well, actually, I can't say it. I don't want to say it because it's a mixed uh, thing. You only have a couple of things that I throw to you each episode. But no. Baseball Sock Company, baseballsoftco.com.au, their Boxing Day sale, it's going to be huge. How many percentile off is it, Michael? Are you listening, Jeremy? I'm listening. 50. 50% off. 50% off. 50% off. Yes, that's correct. Half of it. Gone. Half. 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 Gone. It's all out, gone. Out the window. Well, it's not all gone. It's half gone, but half of it is all gone. Yeah, 50% off. Baseballsockco.com.au. Check out it out. They have like every single color of sock that you would need. You can then rock out with your what out, Michael? Socks out. Yeah, socks rock out. out with your socks out. Right, right. Don't say it the other way. It's gets weird also if you have hunter pence pants this is the this, these are the guys for you they pretty much said if you rock some cool high pants hunter pence pants right you need to buy socks from us it's baseball sock co man rock out with your socks out go and check them out like i said heaps of different varieties coming from everywhere every color you need make plays for the good wood indians is that right good. yeah good wood indians jeremy wood, oh, no, it's just yeah it's just good wood Oh, okay. There's no extended pronunciation no, of it. No, no, it's just good wood. Yeah. I always sort of had a hatred in it. Look, doesn't matter. They're black, white, red, all the different colors. My team, Morris Brothers Baseball Club, the best club in the world. Uh, Navy and gold. Hey, they've got us all covered. They've got us all covered. We're going to be rocking out with our socks out. All right? So why don't you guys go and check it out? Baseballsoftco.com.au. And like I said, on, on Boxing Day, they're going to have a massive Boxing Day sale. So why don't you guys check them out then? Hit them up on their socials, at Baseballsoftco. That's it. That is that. Boss Monaroa. What an absolute dude. This guy was just the best. Killing it. Absolute dude. Killing it. There's so many funny things. Like, like we, like we got into this chat with him and, and he's just like, oh yeah, that happened. And we're like, dude, are you kidding me? That is unreal. And he just was like, oh, okay. Just cool. Just chilled. Talked about obviously him getting signed to Boston. Uh, playing for Sydney, playing for Canberra, back and forth. Bah, 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 bah. There's a pretty cool thing that happened here that I don't think anyone's aware of, or maybe they are, but I wasn't. His brother and how his brother got signed and just how his brother got signed. He, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to leave it there. We talked about, you know, the grind, obviously, of professional baseball and all that kind of thing. 
uh, and then, you know, lead the boss having a bit of time off from baseball, all that. Uh, we also spoke about, you know, some, some real stuff. We had a bit of a real chat in there. It was, it was kind of really cool to actually sit down and say, hey, like, you know, tell us about the schedule and, you know, your work life and how that impacts that and your, and your personal life with your kids and all that kind of stuff. So that was just, that was really, really cool. And, um, yeah, we also had a bit of a bit of a chat about uh, some uh, some custom BGs that he had there at the end and, uh, and the stuff that he's rocking. All thanks to his uh, one of his sponsors and also a big supporter of our show, On Deck Baseball. So huge thanks to the guys at On Deck who have jumped on uh, and and helped support the show. Uh, they helped powering the podcast, so they've supplied us with a bit of a, a bit of production gear and also you know things like lineup guys like Boss and a few other guys like that to talk to. So we really appreciate it. Uh, and like we said, uh, they're doing some pretty amazing stuff there uh, with with some uh, with a family uh, on the Central Coast who's, who's gone through a bit of a tough time. So if you guys could uh, check out uh, the On Deck social media uh, and also on ours, uh, there's a big 4Jess campaign going on. You can buy yourself uh, some, some jerseys and $15 of each of those jerseys goes to the family uh, that's, that's, that's gone through a bit of a tough time battling cancer. So we really appreciate the guys from on deck jumping on board, supporting us. And then obviously, hey, they're supporting them, they're supporting everyone. They're doing the best they can for this whole baseball community. And uh, I think we all are at the moment. We're all hoping that uh, everything's going to come through all right. But uh, check them out, ondeckbaseball.com.au. Uh, huge shout out to them. And hey, huge shout out to you guys listening to the show, listening to the pod. If you haven't already, check us out on our socials. Are we good? Are we good here? Can we go and can we go and start with this uh, this awesome chat we have with Boss? Absolutely. Have we told him to check out and subscribe and do all the downloading and stuff? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, we should. We should just tell him one more time. At Players Podcast Australia on Instagram, uh, search us on Facebook. Players Podcast Australia. What is it on Twitter? The Players Pod AU. That's true. This is it. That's that. Uh, give us a five star review. Apple, all that kind of stuff. Look, you know the drill. I'm not going to hold it back from you anymore. This is Boss Monaroa of the Canberra Cavalry here on the Players Podcast Australia. Hey guys, welcome back to the Players Podcast Australia. My name is Jeremy. My co-host, Miguel. Michael Gain is there. What's going on, Mick? Not much, Jeremy. How are you, mate? Good, good, good. Look, let's get right into it. We have a pretty special guest here with us right now. I've been itching to talk to this dude for some time. Hey, who's there? Who's on deck? Hey, guys. It's uh, Boss Monaroa here. How are you? Good, man. Good. Hey, gotta got to say it straight off the bat, right? I have been itching to talk to you for a long time now. The first time I ever met your, I never even met you. I saw you. I told the story on the podcast to those listeners, right? And you're probably like, who is this weirdo? What the heck? It was a schoolboys tournament down at uh, Blacktown Olympic Park. And there was this dude there just off a tee hitting bombs off the tee. I don't know. It was in between games or something. You were there. You were just roping balls <laughs> at Black Channel Luke Park. And I was like, who is that guy? And someone was like, oh, his name's Boss. And I was like, oh, this dude's a unit and he smokes the ball and he's got the name Boss. So there you go. That's, that's, and now look at us. We're, we're here having a chat. So I don't know how long ago that was. That would have been 2008, 2007. Oh, but, yeah. It might've been 2008, I think. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Here we are. Now you're on this podcast, this thing that we're doing, and you're still playing baseball. You're still hitting hitting laser beams everywhere. Oh, trying to. You know, it always works when you close your eyes and see how far the ball goes. 
you never know what happens. I mean, look, Mick Mick does that on the mound. He just stands there and just closes his eyes and hundred percent happens. Oh, I just some sometimes I just don't even I haven't even let go of the ball yet, and I'm like, oh, this is not going to be Green. good. So Green just like oh. You you said earlier when we before we started recording, you said that uh, boss had had he'd gotten you a couple of times. Is that right? I think so. I I honestly think uh, I re- feel like I played against Boss on that schoolboys trip, and I was like grade seven or eight, and you would have been in what grade at that point, Judge? And we uh, went we went on that trip to Blacktown. Eleven or twelve, yeah. 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 And uh yeah, I feel like Boss got me then. And I, I know and I remember Jacob Eunice got me as well. Yeah. Oh. So oh. yeah. B- boss just gets so many guys, he doesn't even he doesn't he wouldn't keep track of that. He's nah, he, track of he probably wouldn't no, remember me. <laughs> no, I've got a bad memory anyway. I couldn't tell you what happened yesterday, to tell you the truth. What's been going on lately? I mean, you're you're in Sydney, is that correct? Am I no, right? Newcastle. So. Oh, you're in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. right. So New I don't South like Wales. To those, those Sydney side. That's where all the rainer is. So. Oh man, we're all yeah. clean up here. So <laughs> keep coming up, mate. Keep coming up. Keep coming north. Come up to me. I'm up in Lismore. So just keep coming, brother. That's yeah, just, nice. That's where the nice stuff is. I mean, you know, it could be worse. It could be down in South Australia, down there with the oh. old uh, pizza shop outbreaks. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I read about that actually. Oh. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So, so you, yeah, so you are in Newcastle there, and you and you're playing now this year for Canberra. Is that right? I am. Yes. Yeah. So um, last year was a bit easier travel wise because I just had my second boy, but now he's a bit older now, so travel's a lot easier. So we decided to head back to um, good old Canberra. So I mean. Before we get into this season, and obviously at the time we're recording this, the start that sort of didn't happen, let's get into that later. But let's talk about now. Like, I mean, your career itself in the ABL started with Sydney, goes to Canberra, goes back to Sydney, and now back to Canberra. What's what's going on, man? You just can't make up which one you prefer, or what's the go? Come on. Oh, well, <laughs> I get a lot of fans telling me, right? So a lot of fans say I look better in blue better in orange so I thought I had to find out for myself yeah so, yeah <laughs> so I had a long stint at Sydney checked myself out in blue I was like oh yeah I can roll with that and went to orange I'm like oh yeah it really makes my eyes pop yeah <laughs> yeah fair yeah then, that's good then they changed the uniform so I went back to Sydney ah. then they changed the so now I'm back to Canberra so that's what you're doing. You're just you're just jumping around to whoever's got the best tops the best unis going on oh trying to see which one looks better on me but yeah, yeah I, haven't, I haven't found one yet but <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like i mean i mean you started there in in sydney um that was pretty much the the, the very beginning of it all wasn't it i mean yeah, it, was, it, was a very, it was the very first game so that was my first game in the abl when the new abl started and here i am now feels like about 20 years ago but well, 2010, <laughs> it, nearly 20 years ago. I mean, after this year, this year's been absolutely nuts. But tell me, tell me what it's like for you to be, you know, at that point. I mean, you're we're, we're close, close in age. You and I. I mean, you're well. We are the same age, 29. So let's just say yep. 2010. You're a couple of years out of school. Um, you know, obviously at that point too, you had you were signed to Boston. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So I. Um... 
I got signed at the National School Boys Tournament actually in Lismore. So I was signed out of that. Um, and I was in 2008, so I was 16 then. Then um, obviously finished school, but I did it a different way through schooling. So I'd done like a correspondence sort of thing. So they allowed me to go over and play, but I had to make time for schoolwork during the days and stuff like that as well. But 2010, I was sort of trying to establish myself and sort of trying to wrap my head around all this professional baseball kind of stuff and just that massive grind. It's a different, different lifestyle. Like from being just playing club ball, high school ball, to, to straight into that, it's just like, whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what's what's that like? I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm jumping around a fair bit, but there's so much so much to, to talk about. I mean, let's go back to you getting signed by the Red Sox. Let's start there yeah. and then we'll work our way into the rest of it. Like, I mean, you you are, you said, what was it, 2008? You got signed. 2008, so yes. Yep. So pretty much, you know, year 12 or thereabouts, right? About to finish yeah. school. Um, you go to a schoolboys tournament. Someone comes up to you and says, hey, you've got interest from the Red Sox or an organisation. Is that is that how that comes about? Or did you know there was guys looking at you? Did you think maybe or what was happening? Uh, well, funny story, actually. Like, I, I never really liked baseball for some reason. Like, I just never – and I never seen a career in it for me. I actually rode BMX. So I was a state champion, national champion, came um, sixth in the world in BMX racing as well. Oh. So I only played <laughs> I only played baseball because my older brother did. Okay. So and, – so, and the school board tournaments, I'm like, sweet days of school, why not? <laughs> sort of thing. And, actually, actually, the truest answer on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and like, like I'm just like, sweet days off. And um, but yeah, like, and I think that's why I really played well when I was young because I didn't, I didn't care, sort of thing. It wasn't that. Oh yeah, I want to get signed. I want to go to college. I want to do this. I was more focused on BMX racing. Then all this came around, and I was like, "What? What do you mean? You can actually play professional?" Like, <laughs> then, <laughs> then, so, um, so I actually signed the contract with Boston. I think there was a couple other teams, like the A's and maybe Twins, as well. But um, I was sixteen then, and my dad goes, "Oh, a couple of teams want to sign him professionally." I'm like, "What does that mean?" Sort of thing, like. <laughs> Like never heard of him or anything like that, and um, I was like, "All right, sweet. How much do they pay?" And I said, "Then he gave me off and I take it." He goes, "No way!" <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean? <laughs> Just take it? Like, <laughs> I can buy a car with that." <laughs> you were thinking of all the BMX stuff you could buy with that. Hey, yeah, that's well, what you were actually thinking. Hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. But then, um, so I actually signed a contract. Then they found that. I'd actually rode BMX and I said, you're not racing anymore. And that was just after the world titles. And I came sixth there. Then um, I was actually going to, I think it was the next Olympics. So I can't remember when that, that was. It might have been 2004. I was actually going to ride for New Zealand at the Olympics. When and I they first said, nah, introduced they... it and they said, nah, you're not. No, it was after that. 2012, sorry. Right, 2012, because I think it was 2000, 
2004, yeah, maybe four years, so 2012. And they said, absolutely not. Like, you, there's zero chance. I was like, can I just do that? Like, it's only like a couple of weeks, blah, blah, blah. Like, nah. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Sweet. Oh, it looks like I'm playing baseball, Dad. <laughs> That's then, so um, cool. Yeah. So I actually signed. So, and this is another cool story as well. So my, my older brother came over with me as like a chaperone sort of thing as well. Then, so I actually put him in a couple of games and he just went crazy. Like he had a home run, double. Then we got back to the clubhouse and he actually had a contract on his seat. <laughs> so he got signed basically like in 2008 as well. And he just came over to chaperone. So that was a pretty nuts, <laughs> like it was pretty crazy. Like this home run he hit too. I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? He's like, oh, it's easy. He, <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. Huh? Did he know he was going over there to play games and stuff? Or was it just literally like a thing of, oh, my brother's here and he's not riding his BMX bike today, so he can play. I can chuck him on my shoulders because he's not really good walking on the ground. He, he can ride his bike though. But, <laughs> but no, nah, so he actually went over, like not even thinking that he's going to play or anything, but... They said, oh, you can join in with um, training and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, they just decided to throw him in a extended spring training game and he just went, he just went off. I'm just like, shit, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, actually, that's unreal, man. That's so good. Yeah. So, oh. me and him played, oh, how many years did we play together? Maybe three or four years together over there. So, that made it a lot easier for me, having him there. At least I had, like, a family member over there. But, yeah, I... I still remember that day like it was yesterday. It was probably the only things I remember too. <laughs> well, well, I mean, come on. Like, that's pretty awesome. So I, I doubt you'd forget that. But how cool is that, that you you get this this whirlwind thing where you're like, oh, okay, I'm now a professional baseball player. I didn't even know that was a thing. But now all of a sudden, <laughs> right? Now all of a sudden I'm going over there and, oh, my brother's going to play. And now he's yeah. a professional baseball player. What the yeah. heck? What the heck's come going on? on? I don't know. And my parents are like, what the hell just happened? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Water Brothers, straight on the blower, straight at my father. He goes, Dad, I just signed a contract. He goes, bullshit. He goes, no, nah, look. Showed him on the, on the Scott. Because we didn't have to do nothing there. Like, we, we said Scott. Yeah. Chase Shad. And, and Dad's like, what the hell? You guys are nuts. Like, what do I even say to that? I was like, I don't know. To give him a high five or congratulations, son. Like, then always rub it in. I was like, yeah, I saw him before you. <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking he would be like, his thing would be like, oh, see, it's not even that hard. I didn't even mean to get signed. So I reckon he'd come back and be like, dude, I don't, you know, whereas Mick and I, I mean, I know I'm sitting here going, man, at that stage, like we're about the same age, right? And I'm th- and all I wanted to do, I was like, oh my God, I'd love to sign or go to college or whatever. I mean, every kid baseball thinks that, right? And then here yeah. you are going, I don't even know who these guys are. I'm like, oh, <laughs> bro, I can tell you every man on the 40 man at that rate. Like, come on. Like, that's ridiculous. No, that's so cool, though. What a great story. That's so, so then, and then the fact that you just get to go over with your brother every year to spring training. Yeah. Is that right. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, it was the best feeling. So I didn't have to say goodbye to everyone. At least I had my older brother there and, you know, had a couple, um, wrestles in the hotel room that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> far out that's 
that's unreal. So, so what was it like? I mean, obviously, yeah, going there with your brother, but from the fact that you, you, you had been, you know, in, in some representative programs and stuff like that, but then to go up to, to, to what it was, which is, you know, this is professional baseball, this is spring training. What was that adjustment like for you, you know, on a baseball side of things, obviously having your brother there helps, but baseball wise, how, what was that like? Um, it was definitely an eye opener, you know what I mean? Like I'm going from just going down and having fun with the mates to this is your job, this is your career, sort of thing. And I sort of, um, I sort of regret how I sort of took it as well. Like took that on board because I, I think I put a lot more pressure on myself than I should have. And I'm sure a lot of the people who's been uh, been over there say the same thing as well, where it's just like, oh, yes, my job now. Like, you have to do well. And you sort of pressurise yourself. And um, I think that's what I've done, not in, like, the first couple of years because I was just sort of still sort of getting used to it. But after I wrapped my head around it and sort of spent a few years over there, then I was like, okay, like, yeah, you, need to, you need to do well or you're not going to go nowhere with it and stuff like that. And I think that was the hardest thing for me, trying to adjust my mindset and just take everything in just in a short period of time sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that was the hardest part. But um, I really enjoyed it over there. Like, it was different lifestyle and well, an easy lifestyle, but it was, it was definitely easier having my older brother there. Yeah, for sure. I was just going to say, who um, was there anyone that you remember seeing at like spring training or you played against and, you know, you maybe saw someone took BP and you were just like, man, like that guy is is going to be a big leaguer for sure. Like just not a doubt in your mind. Like yeah, this guy is yeah. legit. His brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, sorry, sorry. I can't get it. Yeah, no, so, so no, like Mookie Betts, I actually played with him. Yeah, right. I played with him in... Um, um, low A and from the day that I seen him in spring training as a rookie ball, you just knew that there was something special about him. And he actually came up and he was just lights out. And um, he was actually a second baseman when I played with him. And, wow. um, and when I heard that he got caught up, he's playing outfield. I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> what's going on here? But he couldn't really play over Pedroia. But um, yeah, like just everyone knew too, like everyone on the team just knew that he had just something like totally different. And I actually played, I actually played with a lot of uh, like um, Garen Cicchini as well. He's, he's with the Padres or he, he played with Biggs and the Padres. I played with him for a few years. Um, Travis Shaw, when he came out of um, college, played with him in the New York Penn League as well. But um, Mookie is probably the one that stood out to me. For sure. Yeah. I mean, he's probably arguably like Trout, Mookie. He's, yeah. He's probably top two. I don't know. 100%. 100%. And uh, I actually heard um, Steph Welch. Um, I worked with him a bit and obviously mm. play, played with him down here. And he, uh, at one point, I think he said that he played with Mookie and I think double or triple A. And he was like, man, that guy's got like lightning hands, like just. Oh. It's unbelievable. ridiculous. Like it, it, it is, it is stupid. You look at it and you go, "Oh, have you signed yet?" And he, he's he's already taken five swings. 
<laughs> what is happening here? What's going on? Yeah. What, but, what uh, was it like being around a guy like that and knowing, like, you guys knowing, hey, this guy's special. This is a special cat. Yeah. And then, but what was what was it like from him, from his perspective? Was he was he sort of like, yeah, or was he just, hey, easy come, easy go, like, oh, man, hardest was, worker? Yeah, like, he was the nicest kid, man. Like, And then everyone just said, mate, like, you're always fishing for likes and stuff like that because you go, oh, I just had a bad game. Like, he, he had, like, three triples and struck out once. He goes, oh, that I struck out. I was like, mate, shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You, but, you have stud like, written all over you. Yeah, yeah but it was, it was such a humble guy, man. Like, he, he didn't big note himself or anything like that or, like, walk around like he is, like, a 100 times better than everyone else. He was just one of the guys and he was very humble and he's probably, like, one of my favourite teammates to play with. It's funny. You you always remember the, the guys. Like, you never really remember, like, what happens on the field unless, like, obviously you win a championship or something like that. But, oh, yeah. But you always remember, like, what the guys were like and, you know, what their personalities were like and whether they were good people and stuff. So, yeah. yeah 100%. Just one of those things. That's so cool. Just uh, already, like, your brother signing, playing with Mookie Betts. I mean, I'm already... <laughs> You you probably know the listeners are tired of hearing. I'm already a massive Boston Red Sox fan. I'm not going to go into full lengths of it all, but like for me, it's like, ah, oh, dude, you're living the dream. That's unreal. You know, that's so sick. So then, and then you come back over here to uh, to play ABL, obviously. Yeah. Um, so 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 then coming back from you know dealing with that professional baseball system there, you're in you're in you're in low A and all that kind of stuff, and yeah, and A ball, and then coming back to the ABL what what's that like for you first that first year you come back in 2010 and then you like you said yeah a bit of an adjustment coming back into it what what's going on yeah well with that I felt it a lot easier to play obviously in Australia because I, I didn't really have much pressure like I didn't put much pressure on myself or anything like that as well so I've always really enjoyed it but um just the whole different mindsets from there to here, it was just totally different for some reason. I don't know what it was, maybe because I was just with a bunch of my mates as well who I've grown up with and played with and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I just never really put pressure on myself until probably further down the track when I really wanted to make a push and I sort of struggled here and there in ABL and then I sort of lost interest of it because I basically took my mindset from America back here. And it's just, it's very mentally draining. You know what I mean? Like just constantly thinking, oh, you got to do well, you got to do well. And I just started hating it. Like, I'm just like, no, nah, this is, and I think it was, might've been 2013 or 14 season. I think I had the whole season off. I just said, no, nah, I just can't do this anymore. Like, so I had the whole season off and I came back and I just, from then I was just, been a whole different player. Yeah, it's 2014. Um, yeah, so 2013 with Sydney, and then no 2014 there, and then 2015 you come back with Canberra. And yeah. it's it's interesting you say that because actually, and we were talking about it before. Obviously, a big shout out to Daryl George. Um, you know, one of the funniest dudes we've had on the pod. What yeah. a legend! <laughs> Love that guy. Uh, we're gonna have him back on soon too, so that'll be that'll be good. Uh, always good to have a chat nice. with him. 
Um, but that was one of the things that he, he said too. He was like, man, I was just, there was a change. There was something going on. Um, and look, you know, you guys, similar sort of age, um, young, young cats yeah. have been in it, been in it for a while, but there's something goes on and you go, you know what, I'm just going to have fun with this. And then all of a sudden it's, it's game over. It's, it's going, you're, you're back and you're having fun and, and, and the success is coming. I mean, is it just the fact that you're just grinding through, you know, through pro ball and then coming back here to ABL and you just, like you said, you're just going, Oh man, got to do well, got to do well, got to do well. And opposed to just going out there and just trusting in your ability and just having fun. Do you think it's something like that? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Cause like I said, like it, it, it takes a toll. Like baseball is already a mental game sort of thing, but when you, putting pressure on yourself and no one else is doing it. You're basically doing it to yourself sort of thing. You know what I mean? And and that's probably the hardest thing about it because you're like, well, no one even cares what I'm really doing. Like, yeah, like they want to see me do well and stuff, but no one's really going, mate, get a hit. Like, come on, like, or something like that. And, um, and that's what I really found when I had that time off. I just really enjoyed life. Didn't think about baseball one bit and sort of came back um then uh, 2016 that was probably one of my best years just straight after i had my son yeah and because well, i like you go sorry sorry yeah with that, i was just sort of like all right had a son and my whole perspective on life just changed you know what i mean like it was the best feeling yeah and i've just been just i don't want to make it sound bad but i just didn't care about baseball you know what i mean like all I wanted to do, go out there, have fun, and just see how far I can hit the ball. And yeah. Ever since then, I've just been just on this nice, even plane, just cruising and just having the ball. So you, Dad, you, and... you kind of went back to how you were like before you even signed, like just yeah, not even, not even caring, just who cares, no. whatever happens, happens. Exactly. Like, and all my teammates can tell you, like. If I strike out three times, I still have a laugh. I don't care. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, if we win the ball game, that's all I care about. Like, <laughs> I could come in the dugout. If I strike out the third time, I'm like, all right, boys, that's how, you, that's how you're not, like, supposed to fucking hit and stuff like that. You know? that's, but, how, uh, that's how you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I'm just like, oh. But everyone loves it, mate. Like, because a lot of Americans – see me do that and they're like this dude's crazy like, what's he doing I'm like, <laughs> like he's coming in having a laugh he, he struck out seven times he, he doesn't give a shit like <laughs> yeah i feel like it's always like with a, with an with an import who's never um you know been to australia before and they've never played in the abl before they're all like looking around and they're just like oh what is happening right now and then when they come back for the second year, they're just like, yeah, it's fucking whatever then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, who was it? Um, might have been um, Zach Wilson. So first year he came over, I was playing with Canberra, and I'd always use his glove. Like, <laughs> I never met the bloke, right? I'll be like, mate, you're never going to use that thing. I'll take it. And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, fucking oath. Give me your damn glove. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, this guy is nuts. What's going on here? Like he's got his own glove, but he uses everyone else's. <laughs> then you know, I think I struck out the second time and it was hitting behind me. I was like, mate, I think he's throwing the fucking invisible. Just watch out for that shit. 
<laughs> they looked at me like cross-eyed going, Visible. What is wrong with this dude? Invisible. That, oh, invisible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to give us some uh, a hot take on some of the lingo. I was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. No one's, no one's <laughs> pine tarring any balls in the league. Is that no, no, not a thing? Well, it could be, but uh, who knows? Who cares? <laughs> who cares? Yeah. <laughs> That's unreal, but, man. But, oh, like, he, he's looking at me going, man, what is wrong with this dude? Like, he's, he's striking me <laughs> out. He's just walking past me saying he's throwing this shit and God knows what. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But no, I just have a good fun. Like, I just have a lot of fun now. Like, always smiling, always playing around on the field. And are you the guy to do some pranks? Are you the prankster in the team? Are you the guy to, you know, ruffle the boys up with a bit of a rib or a bit of a prank or, you know? I'm much of a sort of. Sort of, sort of, sort of. But like, I love to have a, like a laugh with people. Like, even if yeah. they're serious, <laughs> like, especially pitches. I, I love wrapping pitches up. I'm like, holy shit! Like, that ball got hit hard, and they're like pissed off throwing their glove. I'm like, holy fuck, mate! Stop, stop feeding up shit balls, will you? Like, <laughs> you should, and, uh, you should say that to Mick. You should really, you should really <laughs> feed him. <laughs> well, next time, yeah. I'll face. I'll just scream it out. Well, holy shit! <laughs> oh. But no, nah, like um, like I said, I just have heaps of fun now, mate. Like I'm, I'm just enjoying life and enjoying enjoying the whole baseball thing too. And it's really, I reckon that's just basically a snowball effect. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. one good thing after another, and you're not pushing, like well, you're not putting anything on yourself because at the end of the day, I always say to myself, I get to come home, get to see my beautiful kids, and that's the best thing in life to come back and look at them. They're always smiling. So can't it's, complain there. I, I totally like, yeah, that totally resonates with me too. Like I, you know, just through work stuff and other things that I've done throughout my life. It's like, um, well, with comedy, like I found, I, I used to do a lot of stand-up comedy and that's sort of the whole mm. thing about this podcast. You know, we've got a real picture in the ABL and some guy that just used to talk to people for a little <laughs> and, uh, and, and so, so that was that thing. And I actually found I'd got, I, when I was trying so hard with comedy, um, I kind of was just, yeah, was what it was. I was doing my, doing my thing, learning my trade or whatever. And then, but after I'd stopped caring, that was when I started getting all this, you know, success to a degree, but yeah. I started getting more opportunities that I'd never had before. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? I needed to stop caring about this for ages, you know, like, yeah. but 100%. I mean, it's, it's, it's like that, but then again, I mean, some young player might be hearing us uh, on the podcast and say, yeah, all you got to do is just not give a fuck. And uh, you'll be right. <laughs> but I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the no, case. Well, but it's obviously like, there's a lot of hard work goes into it. You know what I mean? Like, and there's, Certain ways you can do it and sort of can't do it. If there is any young kids, it's not basically saying, oh, like, I'm not going to care, I'm not going to train or nothing. Like, it's just, just, you're not worrying about what your hands are doing or where your feet are going or anything. You're just going out and having fun. Yeah. I mean, that's, and I think that's the biggest thing about what I'm trying to say is just not caring. Like, it's just sort of, don't put that pressure on yourself. Don't put yeah. that pressure. It's already going to be there. Don't do it to yourself, man. Yeah. yeah. And it goes back to what you said about, you know, sort of trusting your abilities and stuff like that. And especially when I'm in the box, like, always that fun? But 
in my mind, I don't care who the pitcher is, he sucks. Like, <laughs> sorry, Garney, but <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all right because I think the same thing about you. So. <laughs> He would, you would, you would, Mick, you'd be standing there going, this guy sucks, like, not if it's boss, if it's anyone, you'd be like, I'm going to beat this guy, I know you, I know exactly what it's like, so you guys are much I just, I just remember, like, one specifically, like, and, you know, I've, I feel, maybe I have met him, and he seemed like a great guy, Um, Pete Cosma, when he was playing for Perth, and I was in a big situation, and, um, I might've been runners on first and second with two out or something like that. And I'd come in or something. And uh, I just remember seeing it was him. And I was just like, ah, he may have a, he may have like a world series ring, but he's playing in the ABL now. So he can't be that good. So, and, and that, and that honestly, that, that, that just helped me like, no, but that just like helped me like take the pressure off the situation. You know what I mean? Like it just, it's like you're you find like that gear and like that next level mentally to be able to you know get through that situation yeah and i think it just like calms yourself down too and you speak like that it's sort of like just basically telling yourself like you're he's better than this dude like you can go out there and you can just relax sort of thing yeah and i think that's what the whole mindset of that is but like i couldn't care who you are like you could be Kershaw up there I would say, oh mate, you suck. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just, I'm it's just a, it's it's nothing personal. It's just a, no, it's no, just no, a no. Ment, it's just a mental, um, I guess like a mental cue to like, you know, just give yourself the upper edge. You uh, yeah. you wouldn't have been saying that, boss, if you had to face me at that schoolboys tournament back. In the day. <laughs> I used to, I used to deal, man. I used to just get up and is the term shove? Is that what you guys will say? Is it <laughs> Man, I shoved hard. Like I was, yeah. Anyways, you would have remember going on. Oh, everyone's this. Everyone's sorry, except for that guy. That guy's really good. Anyways, anyways. He shoves. He shoves. Yeah. Fuck, man. He shoves. Yeah. <clears throat> no, yeah. That's cool. That's really cool to go inside that that mindset. You know, because again, that's that's the stuff that definitely our listeners. They're just like you know, so much that our listeners and stuff don't see. They think, you know, oh, this guy played professionally and this guy went over here and he's playing for these guys. And they don't see the other side of the, the coin there. And so that's, that's, uh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's- and it's sort of like, um, sort of just like little notes like that. And it helps like tremendously. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, just one of those things that I've taken on board for the last, I don't know, maybe five years now. And I've just had so much fun with it. Like, God could be up there throwing 110 miles an hour. Like, I can't see it. Obviously, I got bad. I can't see shit anyway. But I'm just like, oh, this guy's throwing poo. Like, <laughs> and you get up there, you see the first one, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, you still suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just beat him. You can't, you can't <laughs> tell me that, like, like Walker Bueller versus Acuna in those playoff games. It's not like Walker Bueller's up there being like, Oh man, this guy's like such a good hitter. Walker Bueller would be sitting there going, This guy is ass. Yeah. Yeah. Who is this bloke? Yeah, for sure. He, that, that's, like, that's the competitiveness of you guys, the, the competitor. It's just like, hey, I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to bear yeah. down. He's not getting me, you know? So yeah. that's crazy. He does get me. I'm like, oh, I just got myself out. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the best one to say. Hey, yeah, you go. Oh, oh, just oh, man, I shouldn't have swung that pitch. You know, poor pitch selection. <laughs> or, or if I watch three straight, I'm like, oh, I just, I'm just setting him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want that later in the game. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just do so, that now so he does it the next at bat, and I'll get him. <laughs> well, your mate Daryl was telling us, right? He's our mate. He's actually, you know. He's probably he's everyone's mate. He's better mates with me than any of you guys. But anyway, so <laughs> Daryl was saying that he he has a bit of a walk up song, and he'll uh, they'll play a bit of Barbie Girl, a bit of this, bit of that. Do you have any fun like that with uh, with with the guys in in the in the stadium as such? Do you have like a favorite oh. walk up song that gets your jam going? Just anything really. Like I'm I'm very musical, so like you can play anything, and I'll just be I'll turn around to the crowd and sort of hold the mic up sometimes and. And they'll sing along and stuff like that. Then yeah. I turn around and the umpires are like, mate, get in the box. I'm like, oh, sorry, mate. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been in a couple of minutes. Give us a yeah. seat. <laughs> but no, I just love all those like quirky walk-up songs. Like my walk-up song is um, Bossy by Khalees. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I just love those. Like all those quirky ones, I just love it. Nutbush, that's one of my go-to. Oh yeah, bit of nutbush. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to uh, we tried to f- uncover with Mikey Reynolds what uh, mix karaoke song would be, uh, yeah. and he's he's very anti karaoke. He's not a he's not a fun guy like that, unfortunately. Oh well, he's... I'll have to change that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what would yours be? What would you go if you if the boys are out after the game? You've gone off and then, hey, there's a little oh. bit of spot, a little karaoke stage. What's Boss getting up, repping out on the uh, on the mic? What do you reckon? It has to be a bit of Bob Marley. Oh, really? Yeah. What, Bob Marley. Uh, shot the Sheriff or? Oh, no, no. <laughs> it has to be a redemption song. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Like a, little, like a little bit of reggae and stuff like that. But um, a lot of my family, they're musical, so... My father he actually was in a family band, so we grew up around instruments and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know how to play the drums and guitar, bass. Oh, really? The only thing I can't play is freaking brass instruments, so like trumpets and shit like that. I don't yeah. have the lung capacity. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So the family band, hey, that's pretty yeah, cool. So, yeah, we used to like tour around with them when we were about three or four and so we sort of grew up around music you just you just keep getting better i mean you you basically <laughs> the, the partridge family that rode bmx's that accidentally got signed to professional baseball <laughs> like like what the heck's going on man is this a jam like know. are you, are yeah. you setting <laughs> us up is this all a laugh like this is unreal oh. <laughs> i don't know what's happening but yeah we um <laughs> Funny story too, a little. So, my parents, um, they put us in a lot of sports, and parents do. And they say, "Right, we're going to put you in a lot of sports and see which ones you're good at." And we're basically good at my, majority of them. So my dad goes, "Right, I'm picking it." <laughs> <laughs> so that was yeah. kind of funny. So, and at what like, age? Uh, at what age did you get into baseball? So I played when I was in. Uh, probably played when I was about eight. Okay. So that's when I started. Yeah. So I played under 12s and, and all that jazz, but I never never got serious until basically I got signed. Yeah. 
well, even after we got signed, it wasn't that serious until I sort of knew that sort of have a go. <laughs> Real, that's so cool. Do you still ride BMXs at all? Oh uh, well, I actually had a go oh, about a month ago now. How'd you and, go? Oh, not as good as I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> See the job done. I'm like, oh, I'm breaking my leg for sure. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. that. Boss Monroe uh, out, out for the season. Out for the season. Broken leg. <laughs> Bloody hell. <clears throat> wow. Um, my little son, he's actually, I've got him riding BMX at the moment now. So he just turned four. So my older son, and he absolutely loves it. Yeah, right. Uh, That's sick. That's so cool. So now you get to you get to be that <laughs> that BMX dad. Huh? Yeah, well, that's it, and uh, everything's changed too. So I'm talking the old ways, and everyone's like looking at me going, "Mate, that was like so 18th century." So like <laughs> <laughs> trying to be that cool dad, like walking around acting like I know what I'm talking about. And everyone's looking at me going, "What are you talking about, mate? Like, get out of here." <laughs> Do you reckon the boys, the, the kids are dropping the old, uh, my dad used to be, you know, top six in the world. Do you reckon they're dropping that at the BMX park or not really? Oh, God, no. They don't nah. care. <laughs> no, nah, my son don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, so, you know, like we spoke about it, Sydney to Canberra, Sydney, yep. now, now back to Canberra this year. Um, the last couple of, well, look, this last week, the last seven days in the ABL has been nuts. As, again, at the time we're recording this, this is going to drop a couple of days later. And like by then, there's probably going to be even more news. And um, fingers crossed yeah. that it means we still have a season in whatever shape that that is. Uh, we don't know. But like I said, the, the last seven days have been nuts. This, you know, we went from just obviously things like, you know, it's starting, it's coming up. Here we go. We're finally here. It felt like the build up to the season took forever. And then, you know, we find out Manny's pulled out and then we get, you know, the game and all that kind of stuff. And then we find out that, oh, hang on, uh, there's been an outbreak and there's been this and then Canberra can't go. And then the futures are going over there. And then, and then the, the, you know, the, the rest of that series, that Melbourne Sydney series gets cancelled. It's just like, whoa, whoa, there's a lot going on behind the scenes right now. You know, yeah. that you could just imagine be like, what the heck? Um but yeah, like, what's it been like for you? I mean, obviously you're there sort of gearing up to go back to Canberra. I mean, yeah. what's what's going on with you? What are you thinking? Well, I just want to play to tell you the truth. Like, I've, because um, our winter league actually got cancelled early this year to the pandemic. But um, it's just been, been, been a bloody roller coaster, you know? Like, I'm ready to go. Then um, I get the, like, I'm getting messages and phone calls at like 11.30 midnight just before we post a flight on Friday saying whatever you do don't get on that flight and I picked up the first time hung up I'm like what what's going on here so I got still half asleep hung up on him called him back again no nah, serious mate don't get on that flight <laughs> I was like what are you talking about he goes yeah WA just like basically closed their borders if you get on the flight you'll be quarantined for 14 days I was like right I'm up I was like holy shit I was like, what just happened? He goes, oh, well, that cluster in Sydney, blah, blah, blah. WA just went boom straight away. So I was so geared up to get over there and play. Then saying, no, nah, don't get on the flight. So I'm like, oh, here we go again. Then 
everyone else is closing borders. I'm just like, well, what's going on? So I'm just still trying to find out answers about this weekend just because I'm um, trying to get the time off work for that um, series and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, we couldn't tell you what's, what's going on, to tell you the truth. And just that whole thing, not knowing again sort yeah. of thing. Totally, man. It's, it's, it's getting a bit old, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just like, oh, here we go again. No one knows what's going on. Well, we spoke about it too. We were kind of like, well, we spoke about it early in the podcast, just like, we, yeah, we didn't know. We don't know. We, we thought, look, yeah. you know, there's a chance that it could get cancelled. There's a chance it could go ahead. Um, we were obviously hopeful because, you know, we want to see baseball. We, we love it. But, yeah, and then this is just like, oh, man, like, will you not just chill? Like, I mean, this weekend, 26th of December, uh, Boxing Day, you guys are going to be going up against uh, Melbourne Aces. Melbourne, yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be an interesting one, especially in regards to the whole Melbourne 100%. thing. I only just got yeah. out. I mean, maybe, maybe in the next couple of days we'll see – a little bit more news on maybe is it going to be a bigger hub model? I don't know. Who knows? But um, yeah, man, it's nuts. But it's all that hub stuff too. Like, I think it's going to be tough on a lot of Australian players only because they, a lot of them work, you know what I mean? And they have day jobs and stuff like that. So with all that too, it's just going to be a lot harder for them to try and get the time off and stuff like that. And I think that's what sort of made it hard for a lot of our players in Canberra because we're all obviously working stuff and so everyone's trying to work around that schedule and this happens and they're looking at changing it again and so it's going to be all over the place I think. Well there's definitely two questions that I want to ask you there um, and and one of them has to be obviously what 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 you thought of the fact of of, of Canberra getting a, that injection of players from you know from Brisbane like guys like Lutzi coming down and some of those futures guys coming down hmm. I mean, that's, that's got to be a pretty cool thing to see, you know, the bandits saying, yeah, for sure. Like, he, here's a couple of guys that you could use. Yeah, 100%. Like, especially having Lutzi on the team. Everyone knows he's been around and he's he's done a lot for, for ABL and, and his own career as well. And especially bringing a lot of young kids with him as well. I reckon that that's going to help their careers out 110%. Just being around different guys and... A lot of experienced guys. Like we got, I think Wilson. I think this is his third year back. And you got Tucker. He's that's his second year. And obviously, Mickey's been around for a few years, and um, got lots of Kenty and all that as well. So we've all sort of been around for basically majority of the like the new ABL. So having these young kids around and <clears throat> sort of, I wouldn't say teach them our ways, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Keep him, give him a word to the wise, you know, a little thing there. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely chime in there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I made a mind. No, like it's, it's awesome to have them. You know, like it's especially from the bandits' perspective, they they get a lot more players having time in the ABL and they get more exposure, sort of thing, doing that stuff. But it's helped us tremendously, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just cool. Like it's just, it's just one of those things that, you know, it's just really cool to see, you know, and I, and I, oh, I actually, yeah. a mate of mine and I were talking about uh, that roster 
uh, that you guys were sort of slowly assembling. And I made the call earlier on. I, I said last week, I said, I don't think that's the end of the announcements as such. Mm. I think uh, yeah. maybe the outbreaks and stuff just may have slowed that down a bit, but I think you'll find that there will be other clubs that will say, hey, you know, we're going to give these guys or whatever, especially the guys that have a higher import number. I think you might yeah. find a lot more local guys going to that Canberra thing. Um, mm-hmm. just, just because like looking at the roster you guys are putting together, I think like, oh, like that's, that's actually pretty, pretty good. So it'd be yeah. cool to see, you know, like a, a basically predominantly local guys or, you know, mm. there's still some imports there and of course, but you know, like, yeah, just taking on everyone. I think, I think that's cool as, and I was like, oh, hang on. These guys are they've been doing something over here. This is good. Yeah. Well, um, because once everyone started, you know, all the signings coming out and stuff like that, like we sort of, a lot of the play group sort of knew who was kind of getting and stuff like that in the first place. But then a lot of other people just start popping up here and there. We're like, oh, here we go. We're on yeah. to something here. We're on here. <laughs> yeah, we're on. <laughs> but so, no, they've, they've done well on camera with what they've had and obviously getting – good core group together and basically surround them with even better players, so to speak. Yeah. So one of the things that we kind of touched on before was the schedule and work. Now, yeah. I mean, what a lot of our listeners probably don't know is that a lot of, a lot of the guys that are playing in the ABL still, still do have a full-time job, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I mean, I just want to ask you from, you know, like from my perspective, just out of sheer interest and it's not to, uh, you know, it's just to shine a light on the situation so people are aware. I mean, we're looking at a schedule here that is going to be basically over a month. Let's just say yeah. around around a month thing where you will say, I am going to, um, you know, Adelaide or Brisbane for a hub model for around a month, right? Yeah. How does that work for you? And obviously home, you're, you're, you're a dad, <clears throat> you know, yeah. beautiful family, you got a job. What's What's that like, man? What's going on there? Well, especially at well, speaking for myself, it's I've already had like a bloody arm wrestle with work trying to trying to get certain days off and stuff like that. Especially over Christmas because we work all the way through. We only have the public holidays off, right? And um, we've because uh, I drive the container for us, so I load trains and stuff like that. Yeah, and we've only got a handful of us in actually know how to do the job, and we've already got. A couple of people off during that time so for me it's going to be a lot harder to try and get those days off but it's um it is tiring trying to get those uh days off and obviously mixing baseball into it as well because um i'm work i start work at 3 a.m and finish around midday then when the abl comes along i usually go 3 a.m start finish work straight to the airport Straight to the game, strap it on. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so. Oh my god! Uh, it's quite funny because um, I think we went to Melbourne when I was playing for Canberra. I didn't have time to um get changed, so I was still in my work clothes, boots, and everything. So I went straight because I think my, I finished at eleven, and my flight was at twelve fifteen or something. So I had to drive straight straight up to work, straight to the airport. Didn't have time to do nothing, really. Then I got off the plane, straight to the field, straight in the BP. 
work gear and everything. <laughs> so you're out there in steel caps just taking cuts. Yeah. Is that what's going on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they have like videos and stuff of it too. Like, oh, this man's dedicated. I was like, that's oh, not dedicated. I was just probably a bit too lazy. Yeah. You get changed. <laughs> Far out, man. But that's it. That's what a lot of people don't see. And that's that grind, you know, that, that sort of mentality coming back going like, hey, you know, as much as it is fun for you now, but it's still it's still a grind. Even, even that itself could be stressful enough, you know, trying to, like you said, arm wrestle with work and all that kind of stuff. I mean, man, hats off to you. Like, we don't get to see, like, people don't see that. They don't understand that. Yeah. Know? And um, that's why, well, the last for maybe four years. That's why I've been playing the whole series sort of thing. I've just been playing. There was one year there, I was just playing weekends because I couldn't, so I went to afternoon shift and I just couldn't get off. Like, they wouldn't let me go. Then um, went to day, so I was a bit more lenient. Now I can sort of play at least three of the four games. And um, now I'm sort of trying to get, well, especially this year, because it's only a shorter season, I'm trying to get, Obviously, as much game as I can in and try and help us win, win some ball games. Yeah. And what do you think of that schedule there like that as it is, you know, that, that monthly schedule, like bang, just, I mean, obviously work stuff aside, like let's put it in just yeah. full baseball mode. What are your thoughts on it being the way it is with the hub model? If it was just baseball side of things, I reckon it's a, I reckon it's a good idea, you know. <clears throat> if I didn't have to work, all that aside, like you said, it's a great idea. Trying to get as many games as you can in and sort of, especially with this pandemic, you know, like it's probably the only way you could have done it, so to speak. Like, um, But I love the idea of it and I love that you don't have to play the same team sort of thing. Like you're playing Melbourne one day, Brisbane the next or vice versa or whatever. So you sort of... Uh, it's sort of like a different series every day sort of thing. And that's what makes it sort of uh, interesting. You know what I mean? Like you're not playing the same team for like a week straight sort of thing. You're playing a couple of teams. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I found sort of interesting. It's going to be, it's definitely going to be more of a sprint than a, uh, you know, a marathon. Um, yeah. 100%. I guess, I mean, to me, I personally prefer the, um, I guess, old, format or last year's format because mm. it's obviously a lot easier especially mm. on the on the aussie guys i mean not so much for the americans who just you know hang out and practice and go to the beach but you know the aussie yeah. guys who go to work you know you can get monday through thursday and then maybe get the friday off and yeah and whatnot but yeah i mean uh, in your situation i like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, trying to make those games probably going to be pretty difficult for you, I would assume. Yeah, 100%. And like I said, it's only because we've got a couple couple of blokes off already. Yeah. And, um, and they're just like, nah, they're very cutthroat. And like if, if we shut down for a few weeks, and obviously, whatever you want, but just the fact that we go all the way through just makes it a bit hard. Yeah, I can imagine, man. Jeez. I mean, it's um, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see for the fact that uh, what that shortened model looks like, as far as a, I think it's more geared. I mean, we've spoken about it on the podcast, and that was one thing I was going to say when you used to talk about that before. 
Bobby basically said the same thing as you guys. Like, it is going to be more exciting. It is going to be like a sprint. But Bobby Erasmus put it really well, and he said it's going to be um, like a playoff game. Each game feels mm. like it's got that sort of those stakes to it, which is kind of cool considering everything's shortened and obviously like that. Um, but like I said, I think this, I think this model is going to be suited more to those international guys, like you guys yeah. that have been in yeah. that that spring training. You know, this is this is effectively their their spring training before spring training. You know, yeah. they missed out. A lot of those minor league guys missed out on on baseball last year. I mean, look, we all missed out on something mm. as far as baseball but you know what i mean like and i think that's the way that it's whether they've done that by design i don't think so i think it's just to get it in but yeah um, it's definitely going to help i think yeah i think of um i think a lot of like australian players i'm speaking for myself as well i think we're sort of don't like the idea of it because it's sort of like a change sort of thing you know what mm. i mean like yeah a lot of people don't really like change no not at all but um and I think that's what sort of made it. Well, when I first seen the schedule, I'm like, you guys, are you kidding yourselves? Pull your heads in. <laughs> What's going on here? Then I sort of, I don't know, opened my mind to it and sort of um, understood why they did it. And I sort of come to, come to grips with it. But it, even still, like I'm still 50-50. I'm still sitting on the fence about it. But It'd be interesting to the, see uh, the ticket side of yeah. things. Yeah, well, that's it as well and I think that's why they've sort of done it as well where they yeah. can sort of have fans and have that sort of atmosphere it sort of works out for us too like no one wants to play in front of nobody like you might as well just go hit some balls down at the field with a couple of mates a bit yeah. more exciting you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. get the pitching machine out get the boys out <laughs> yeah this bike sucks yeah. it's the same pitch <laughs> Yeah, it will be interesting to see how they go over, you know, like attendance-wise over, you know, your Mondays and your Tuesdays and your Wednesdays and stuff like that, the, the non-traditional days that they play. But, I mean, also the other thing I look at now is, like, big majority of people, like, I'm not taking – I'm not on holidays. I'm, i got to work um, over that period as, as well. But, I mean, a lot of people are on holidays. So maybe they've thought, you know, or maybe they haven't even thought about that as far as that that deep. They've just said, look – this is when we have to have it and, you know, it is yeah. what it is sort of thing. So. I think because um, a lot of people take time off too because their kids are off school as well. The school's yeah, finished school and holidays. stuff like that too. So I think they've, I reckon they did take in consideration, oh yeah, like kids are off as well. You can get more kids out to the game and yeah. obviously their parents are going to come. And But you don't know what they think. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Hey, before we before we let you go, man, there's a, there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about. There's one thing that I saw on uh, all over the gram the other night uh, and it was just before the season. And I remember you were saying just before you go, yeah, I was really pumped. I was keen to get out on the field. And I reckon it's, no, I know why. I saw those bloody custom batting gloves that you had made. Oh, Oh, man. I was like, um, you know, normally I'm just like, I'm I'm pretty simple as far as the batting gloves. I just want like a nice color, like, you know, match matches the uni. You know what I mean? Just simple. Yep. No, no, no designs or anything like designs that. Designs nothing. Yeah. But I tell you what, I told, I saw them, and I was like, "Oof, hey, boys, got some style, man." The on deck guys are hooking you up, huh? Hundred percent. So big shout out to them anyway. The Trent and Mitch from on deck. No, that was um, that was a massive effort to get them out to me in time anyway. But um, the whole background on that thing was is all the designs are. 
a New Zealand Maori design sort of thing. And I just wanted to show sort of my culture and uh, stuff like that as well. So they came up with that and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. You know, like it's got my number on there too. It's got my little logo as well. So no, they're awesome. I'll have to send you a pair too. Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah. my, my, my best mate and I, we were, uh, oh, well, he was supposed to be the, he's the silent third member of the podcast. He was supposed to be on the podcast. Uh, we're not going to drop his name for, you know, just, just nah, for mystery reasons. No, 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 no. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, he, he was like, he was like, man, he's like, fuck, that is so cool. And he, and he actually showed me because I was like, I was frothing the gloves. I sent him to him. I was like, check this out, bro. And he goes, oh, it's even got his logo on it. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, that little the boss logo. I was like, what the heck? I was like, this guy's got his own logo. I was like, who is this dude? He's a legend. That's sick, man. How'd you go about starting? Like, just you just got funky with it. It was just a thing. Oh, well, um, it was actually through Trent as well. So, um, because uh, we did like a little play announcement sort of thing, and he's like, hey, like I want to do something cool. Like I want to get your own logo and stuff like that, and um. We came up with a lot of different ideas and we came up with that. So it's basically like a Triton, but the Triton's an M and obviously the B with a bat through the middle. So if you, if, yeah. if any of our listeners haven't checked it out, we will put, uh, when we drop this, we'll put the show, we'll put the photo of your, of your custom gloves on our, uh, on our story. So check the story on our Instagram at Players Podcast Australia. You will see it. You'll see what we're talking about. I'll even try and get a little zoom in of the uh, of the Boss Motorola <laughs> logo, man. That is sick. I was yeah, so hard. I was like, that's awesome. But after this, you'll have to send me your address and stuff, and I'll I'll send both of you a pair anyway. Oh, I'm sure we'll see you oh. anyway. Go. Yeah, right. yeah. I'll be down. Don't uh, yeah. don't worry about Gainey, mate. He doesn't swing. He doesn't get to swing. <laughs> I'll, use, I'll, use, I'll use him as golf gloves. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, when I when I uh, when I play club ball, I'll I'll whip him out. Yeah, he actually, he, had, but... he, he was actually a pretty handy two-way player. This guy, like he was brutal. He was, he was, he was. <laughs> a lot of people don't see man. Brutal. He used, he used to swing a pretty good bat, play a pretty good. I always would have had you at third base, Mick. You were a shortstop, but I liked you at third. I don't know why. Nah, I was a shortstop my freshman year, and then I put on about a hundred pounds, and then from then on, I was a PO. Trying to play, trying to play two positions. Should have been a catcher. But anyway, yeah, should so have been a catcher. We're not here talking about you, Luke. We'll let you go, boss. <laughs> you, you have been an absolute legend. Thanks so much for jumping on the pod with us, brother. We really appreciate it. And uh, look, all the best for this year. Uh, whatever, whatever it entails, we don't know just yet. But I think I'm hoping. We're hopeful there's going to be baseball. And and mate, look, all the best. Back in Canberra, back in the Orange. Hey, a bit easier on the eyes this year for you. Than that, uh, yeah. that, that harsh blue, that baby blue. So that's going to be cool, man. Look, we really appreciate you jumping on the pod with us, man. Thanks so much. No worries, no worries guys. I appreciate you guys having me and I've had a blast. We'll have to do it again. Cheers. All right, boys. Have a good one. Cheers. <laughs> there we go. That was our chat with the with boss, boss Motorola. With the boss. The boss. The man. The dude. That was sick. That was so much fun. Like Funny dude. We're just sitting here. We just... We got off the Zoom. We got off the chat, off the pod, recording with boss. And then we sat around for like 
another however long it was i can't even remember just talking about other stuff that you guys didn't even get to hear so sucked in the dude's an absolute legend uh and hey i i had a, i had an absolute blast so big thanks to boss for for jumping on with us and uh hey wow i just can't get over that 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 there's so much about this whole this guy he's just riding bmx oh yeah whatever i just just, just ride a quick, BMX. Just, just a just a quick sixth in the world at BMXing. <laughs> just, just a quick sixth in the world. Just oh yeah, I'll just be really good at that. Okay, no worries. And then and then you know his brother just got signed. Like just oh yeah, oh, I like, just showed up. It's like, it's like <laughs> one of those things where you just like you know how you hate people that are like really good at everything, but you just you just can't hate. You can't hate boss. But I don't think you he's can just hate the man. that dude. He's, he's just, the man. Yeah, he's just, oh, yeah, it is what it is, man. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's other stuff that he told us he's really good at too. Well, fair. And yeah. uh, I don't think he wants to, he didn't really want to talk about it, but um, he's very, very good at everything. This yeah, guy just- Very, just, very good. He just does whatever he wants and just he's very good at it. We appreciate it. And he's very good at podcasting. That was sick too. What a guy, what a guest. That was awesome. So thanks so much to boss. Uh, and yeah, check him out. Check him out on, on the Instagrams. Also, uh, check out, uh, his custom batting gloves. We got, we're going to have some links to them up on the, um, up on our socials, on our story when this drops. Uh, so yeah, check us out at players podcast, Australia, uh, at players podcast, Australia on the Instagram players podcast, Australia on the Facebook. Mick has got the filter back on on his zoom so he's trying to make me laugh yet again he's got the thug life filter on with the silly glasses you're actually getting funnier mick i, I don't know man you, you i should have put these on during the interview yeah. just to see his reaction just to see if you pop him yeah maybe maybe we can just do that every now and yeah then. Like, yeah i might and just get their reaction on the yeah. situation yeah because you've you like they'd expect it from me Whereas for you, you'd actually turn like people would be like, "What? What is yeah, going on? What's he doing?" People would be like, "Does he know that he's got that? Does he? Does he know?" That's what I used to say to people if they ever dyed their hair like a crazy color. I'd be like, "Do you know that your hair is that that color? Like, are actually, you aware of it? You're right. Yeah. That's actually kind of funny. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, check us out on Le Twitter, Miguel. What is our Twitter? The Players Pod AU. There you go. That's the only thing you have to say every episode. So. Yep. Good on you. Good on you. Uh, again, big shout out to the guys at On Deck, On Deck Baseball. They're powering the pod. They're looking after us. Uh, and they're looking after Boss too. You know, custom batting gloves for the, for the big guy. So, man, that was sick. I mean, there's just so much. We just had an absolute blast having a chat with him. So, again, couldn't be uh, couldn't be more grateful for what's happening, I guess. is that, that That's right, isn't it? Grateful? Yeah. That's the word. I think it's just cool, man. We just get to sit down and talk to these awesome baseball players and you know have a mad laugh in the process so we're having fun and we hope you guys are uh, having fun along with us also if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to the show uh check us out on spotify apple podcast google stitcher iHeartRadio, kyle and jackie o show we're doing drive next week after hamish and andy we're going to be doing lots of stuff on channel nine channel seven no, those last few ones aren't true, but we are on all the places you can get the podcasts and stuff. Michael's changed his filter again to um, like an old villain with like an eye mask and a, and a hat. I'm not going to laugh at it. That's not funny. It's just silly. It's just dumb. Uh, so check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate that. That kind of stuff helps us climb up the rankings and hopefully more people will listen to us. And if not, 
that's cool because we appreciate you guys that are listening to us uh, that are supporting us along the way. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I think uh, before you get any more silly filters on your Zoom and try to distract me, uh, can we do the thing where we wrap it up? Yeah, absolutely. So are you going to say, whoa, what's your social? Ah, oh, uh, Michael Gain. It's the name. Is that At it? Michael Gain, it's the name. EA Sports. It's in the game. Yeah. EA Sports, it's in the game. Mine is at J-A-J-E-5-5. You have heard our show one, but one more time on Instagram at Players Podcast Australia. Search Players Podcast Australia on Facebook and on Le Twitter. Players Pod AU. There you go. You nearly you nearly stuffed up the one thing you have to do this whole episode, but that's cool. We appreciate you guys for, for your support. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Uh, be good to each other. Uh, what else do we say? Bye. Bye.